Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Council podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I am your host. I am here with your boys, your bros, my boys, my bros. We're back for another week. We are talking movies. We know y'all love it. And we are back for another very, very special episode because it's season two, episode seven, Badness, madness, sour 16, motherfuckers. Let's go. Whoa, whoa. Hey, now. I know we, we, yeah, we called it sour 16, but then it could be sinister 16, bunch of cunt 16. We haven't quite decided what the name is. It's got a lot of great names, but it is the round of 16 for the Badness Madness tournament. We're excited to get back to it tonight. And of course, I am uh, I'm with my my three boys. Let's not let's not waste too much time. Let's swing it right around the panel. Let me talk to my my COO, my co-founder, my big bro, the hot shot banker, Mr. Andrew Sherry. How are you feeling about Badness Madness tonight, my man? Feeling pretty good about Badness, madness. I I have my projected um, eight, whatever we're calling it. Eventually, we'll 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 figure that out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, feeling good about it. You know, feel I've been sitting around all week. You know, doing nothing. Yeah. I took a shower. I took a shower today. That was Ooh. good. Oh, that's, that's positive. Wow! That's positive. Congratulations. <laughs> Uh, so, so AJ did say that, yeah, eight, we're going to do eight matchups tonight, which I don't know, we, it might be a little quick. Uh, if, if we do rip through this stuff kind of quickly, we do have a backup plan for, uh, the second half of the show. We'll get into that. If we cross that bridge, uh, and I think you guys will like what we have, what we have planned. Let's keep going around the panel. Let's talk to my boy, my social media mogul, my producer, my most importantly, the sexy Mother, motherfucker, chief boy toy Dan Sherry. How are you feeling about Badness Madness tonight? Hey, man? now, um, <laughs> I, I'm excited about Badness Madness. Uh, I've got like everyone, all our listeners have been in suspense now for you know two weeks on as to who won, and uh, we're gonna give those answers to everyone soon, but uh excited about tonight's matchups it's gonna be like i gotta say we're getting to the point where these matchups are like really really tough to find a winner so it's gonna take a lot of arguing a lot of talking Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be fun as hell so i can't wait to get into it we're gonna battle this one out where uh i uh as Dan mentioned, we did have some overtime matchups from a couple of weeks ago that our social media and our, our adoring fans that we love uh, voted on. And uh, we're going to get into that, uh, who won those uh, overtime matchups in just a minute. But before we do that, you guys know what's Oh, next, yeah. Right? You guys oh, know. Yeah. You're feeling it. I can feel there's a buzz. There's a buzz in the room. It's, a, it's electricity. You know, we're, we're feeling it right now because we are going to 
swing it on down to Charlotte. We're going to talk to my boy, my security director, my art director, the guru of colored pencils, and of course, the sexy, sultry, handsome, smooth-talking Southern gentleman, Mr. Marky Bondurant. What are you feeling tonight, my man? I'm feeling pretty good, uh, to tell you, but uh, you know, I'm also a little bit sad. I just found out that me playing with my knife on the podcast actually causes background noise. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to find. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. have to find a weapon that doesn't make noise when I right. pass it around in my hand back and forth. So, Marky, Maybe, the, uh, Marky, the human resources yeah. write-up you got from your mother-in-law <laughs> that wasn't enough to put the fucking knife away. It was just the background static. That's what that's what did it for yeah. you. Yeah, that was yeah. my exact question too. <laughs> yeah. That's all yeah. right. So, you know, this pencil's kind of sharp, so it makes me feel a little bit dangerous, but it doesn't have the same kind of danger to it. You know, I'll be okay, though. I'll make it through. I'm excited about Badness Madness. Should be. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, and and we, are, we are very excited, too. Of course, like usual, we have some housekeeping stuff to go over. Shockingly, believe it or not, this is two weeks in a row. We do not have uh, an HR issue. Wow. Uh, maybe, especially after last week, when shit went off the rails uh, a lot last week, which I, I'm, I'm not, I don't apologize for. I, I had a blast. I feel like it was mostly clean. It yeah. was clean. Yeah. It was just, it was insane, but uh, it was good. Uh, HR is off our asses two weeks in a row, but DP, you have something for me, right? I certainly do. So, uh, you know, if, uh, if you're listening now, you ever want to reach out to us, uh, you can hit us up. We are on social media and we're on, Instagram and Twitter are at Movie Council Pod. Or if you want to send us an email, it's moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're listening, you send us an email, we may read it like the one we just got uh, from, from the Booker Man. Everyone's favorite listener. Let's Our be honest. Fan. Yeah. Everyone loves the Booker Man. You gotta so. love this guy. Cult, cult hero. Yeah. <laughs> so the Booker Man. He actually, uh, he sent us some trivia questions. He okay. said, uh, with another fun installment of badness at, Madness at Hand, hoping to have a little more fun before the discussions begin with a little trivia from one of each of the esteemed colleagues' mm. favorite mm. movies. Right. Let's see if you're paying attention to the details. So, all right, we're going to kick it off. We're going to start with Marky. Uh-oh. He has a question about Anchorman for okay. you. So you're a huge Anchorman fan. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. But but uh, <laughs> here's his question, which is definitely completely sane and a normal question to ask. Mm. This isn't crazy at all. Uh, uh, in the opening news broadcast of Anchorman, what is the temperature in Arizona? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Um, ninety-eight point six. <laughs> you know what? Sadly, no. It was seventy-seven in Arizona. Who the okay. fuck would know Jesus that? Christ. I guess I'm not that big of a fan. No, that's yeah, a reach. I guess that's, not. Yeah, that's tough. And he's got he's got a secondary question too. Also, uh, what is the name of Brian Fantana's second nut? Second nut. Is this yep. question for me also? Oh God! Um, oh, actually, that one I feel like I could almost. Oh, get. I know that one. Right? Hold this on. one's a I little think, more I think, answerable. I think I know it. 
it's not the, it's not where he's saying like chip chip chipperson or something and uh he yeah. is god damn what is that does he no, call it like the does he call it like the matrix or something like that or something yeah. i'm thinking of ron burgundy's fist i can't yeah. remember what uh, yeah so, so brian fenton is second not apparently was uh dr kenneth noise water <laughs> That's right. What's the other one? Is it? Does it? Like I call it the something. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Oh, right. fuck off, Booker <laughs> man! You all right? Man. All right. So AJ, here we go. Oh, AJ has got a question AJ, for you, you too. Yeah, you ready to get? You ready to get castrated, AJ? On yeah. this stuff? So during the revealing of Puxatani Phil, <laughs> what is the headline on the sign that is above the stage? <laughs> like really, dude? The fuck is wrong with the Booker man? He's a he's a very strange young man. You know you know what I, I watched I watched it recently and I remember reading that banner. Oh yeah, I can <laughs> see it. I can see it, AJ. I can I can see it. see it, but I don't know what it says off the top of my head. All right, it says Gobbler's Knob. Like, oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, come on, Booker man. Who are you kidding? Who are you kidding with that? And he also wants to a million us. movies. I mean, you you ready for the down. more ridiculous? You thought that was ridiculous. This one gets more ridiculous. Okay. Uh, what is the name of the route that they take when they get off the exit in Puxatawney? Wow. It's, apparently, it's Route 119. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you, Pat? Book. That was my second Book. guess. Book, Book having, having Google at your hands does not make you a fucking movie guru, you cunt. Look, when I watch movies, I don't lunatic. pay... I pay, I pay attention, but I don't pay that close attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Hey. What does he have for me? T-Dub, we got one for you for sure, yeah. So, in the caps and sleeves at this level scene mm. in Major mm-hmm. League... What does it say on the sign that Ricky Vaughn destroys with the nice philosophy pitch? Oh, fuck. Um, no, no, I can see it. I'm never going right. to remember. And, and the bonus is how fast was the pitch? I think he threw it 96. 96. Yeah, 96. I remember how much? 96. I don't yeah. remember. Does it yes. say no? Is it no pepper or something like that? No or? pepper. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. So, yes, yeah. no pepper, 96 miles per hour. Yeah. So, yeah. and then he says, uh, so DP. You are clearly the smartest and handsomest member of the movie council, so I Did don't you ask this? you a question. So um, there's no question for me because I'm handsome and smart. DP, that's not true. He texted Wait, me what? your he texted me your questions. What? Just so you know, hold on. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're you're not free from this, cut. I got you. Hold on. Uh, let me bring up his text. There's the Booker man. All right, here we go. You ready, DP? All right, let's have these let's have are uh, Princess Bride questions. Okay. So. In the Battle of Wits scene with the now famous Iocane powder, mm-hmm. along with the along with the two goblets of wine, how many apples are on the table? Oh, what the hell? <laughs> how many apples Four. are on the table? Three. Zero? Uh, believe it or not, Marky's right. There were three apples on the table. Three? So Marky's got that. And I got one more for you, DP. All right. For bonus, what is the name of the fictional author of The Princess Bride as stated by the narrator, the oh, grandfather, uh, in the beginning of the movie? The Princess Bride by... 
blah blah blah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, you have, I know you it. have the syllables right. It's the Prince's Bride, but blah blah blah. Ah. <laughs> Maybe I'll come by and read it to you tomorrow. It, I I can't remember offhand. I do it, know it. You're right. The only thing running through my head is L. Frank, Frank Baum, which is the dude from Wizard of Oz. So it's uh, S. Morgenstern. S. Morgenstern. Fuck yeah, I knew that. So so turns out I got mine. Just so oh, you guys wow, know, I got what mine. What a shock. The no, fucking no, gay no, lover gave me a softball. <laughs> miles, per, the miles per hour on the pitch. Yeah, miles I'll per think. hour on the pitch. Andy got yours the, too. No, I, we said it at the same time. How much? Ninety six. Yeah, the, you better teach this kid some control before he kills somebody. Show, yeah, right. They show it on the thing, and they're like, "Oh, he's got good, 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 good fastball, good velocity, or whatever." Like they talk about it. So, uh, what yeah, route so do they get off of, Tony? Fuck off. Yeah, uh, uh, the book. Are I mean, hey, Pat, keep sending us emails. We yeah, love we them. love you, book. We love you. We, 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 you're, you're the man. You're the best. Uh, Marky is very upset about things right now. He, he's got a knife out, but he's not clicking it because you know he knows now. Yeah. Um, uh, guys, can I read something real quick? I did get a review that hasn't popped up on um, on iTunes yet, but uh, okay, yeah, let's share it, homie. My friend here, her, uh, my friend Madison sent me a review. Her, uh, she put her username as Pothead with two T's, which is <laughs> you know very accurate for her. Um, it says, Hey, movie gurus, that's what I call you guys. This is my favorite podcast and only podcast I listen to. Been trying to catch up for weeks now, and I finally did. You guys are absolutely hysterical. Wednesdays are now the highlights of my week. But honestly, what you guys talk about is great. Loads of useless information, which I love. Uh-huh. It really makes me listen week after week, coming back for more good movie recommendations. Love this. Marky, your voice is so peaceful. And the host, Tim, can get it. Oh. And then it says, on a very serious note, if you ever talk about Harry Potter, I'll be all over that shit. So she's a big Harry Potter fan. Right. Uh, that's okay. probably what the... That's probably what the pot with two T's head really means. Right, exactly. Right. There was a there's a double pun, which was kind of genius. Right. I think the only one uh, uh, the only one can go head to head with her on Harry Potter is AJ. Right? Does uh, Marky DP? Have you ever? You have I any? don't know it. Yeah, Sam, I don't either. My wife yep. could come on yep, here I can and go, speak I, it all. I, I, I've length. read all the books. Yeah. Yep, I've read all the books, watched all the movies, listened to the books on uh, Yeah, Audible, if we ever so. had to do a Harry Potter episode, uh, we might need to call in some subs for the week for, yeah. for Samantha. And yeah, I'll cop just... out. I'll, I'll just record it and edit it. But yeah. Yeah, I'll gladly take the week off as opposed to watching the Harry Potter movies. Just, yeah. just Oh, so yeah. That. Big time. Isn't there a 12 of them or something? Uh, yeah. Well, seven. I, I, yeah, probably. A 14. Eight, actually. 28. All right, boys. All right, boys. So let's uh, the last the last book's two movies. So so um, without further ado, you homies want to get into Badness Madness? Further ado, yes. You 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 bros want to get into Badness Madness right now? Let's fucking do it. All right, let's let before we get into the matchups, let's give a quick update because we did have some overtime matchups coming out of the round of thirty-two. DP, do you want to speak on that? Yeah, I I don't mind. uh clearing this shit up so we had a few matchups i had to go to uh to social media mm-hmm. uh the first one was anton Chigurh and annie wilkes and uh 
I got to be honest, this one wasn't really that close. Annie Wilkes destroyed Anton Chigurh. On social media. social media. I was stunned over that one. I was very surprised as well. I thought it would be close, but it was not. Yeah, Annie Wilkes crushed it. That's my girl, of course. Yeah. So, you know what? I get it. Yeah. I kind of... You know, look back into misery and was watching more Annie Wilkes and fuck yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. She should move on. I'm glad she's moving on. I'd like to have some more women in the uh the bunch of cunt sixteen. So uh the other one oh one of the other ones that uh went to overtime was Bill the Butcher and Commodus. Mm-hmm. Uh Bill the Butcher won this one. Pretty handily. It was a little closer, but Bill the Butcher moves on. Over Commodus. And the final one. Marky, get ready to smile. The final one was Agent Smith <clears throat> Smith versus Thanos. Yeah. AJ the and nerd, Thanos the nerds beat us again. Crushed of Agent course Smith. he did. So He's many much nerds. Better it wasn't so many close. Nerds. It was the biggest blowout by far. Thanos destroyed Agent Smith. So Thanos moves on. Annie Wilkes moves Uh, on, and Bill the Butcher moves on. So with that being said, journey ends. Better be. I'm I'm not thrilled about Anton losing, so uh, I'm not not all happy about these. I was stunned over that. Like I I wouldn't have been upset either way. I was happy to see my girl move on because that's who I picked, but. I would. That was the one that I really wouldn't have been upset about, but they're they're both wonderful fucking villains. So yeah, I, I'm on the same page because I actually I I voted for Anton, right. but I'm okay with Annie winning yeah. it because yeah, she is pretty badass. I did get my way on two of three, so I'm happy about that. All right, so let me just say this before we go into the bunch of cunt sixteen, which I've officially just changed the name of this. Love team. it, bunch of cunt sixteen, because <laughs> that's what villains are. But they're brilliant cunts. Is that that okay? Is that an HR? Do you think I'm going to get written up for that one? Call someone brilliant cunts. Yeah, I mean that's that's basically the HR director is a brilliant cunt. So Whoa, right. yeah, get the right yeah, up. get the edit, get the edit ready. All right, Christmas is now going to be really awkward. Thank you, DP. All right, so um, you're welcome. Let me just let me just say this. Okay, so this is going to be the last week where social media will decide things. Uh, that we can't agree on because next week we have a different topic, but then the week after that, we're going to have everything. We're going to finish this all up because we'll have the, the, you know, if we're talking what March madness is, we'll have the elite eight, the final four, and then the championship. We're going to do all that in one episode. So in that episode, we're all going to have to agree. And it's going to probably take some fighting and some arguing and some nastiness. Yeah. We may have to record in the same room so we can actually physically fight. Right. Yeah. Right. No, <laughs> that's not TP. That's not allowed. That's not allowed right now. But um, that's right. Yeah, this COVID time. So. Right. Um, so this is the last week knife. that we will. We will. <laughs> yeah. This is the last week that we will elicit help from social media if we come to a deadlock. After this week, boys, we're gonna have to be grown ups and and agree on on shit. All right. So. Wait, can um, can we amend that? Can we just agree to agree, but not agree to be grown ups? That's fine. That's fine. Okay, I'll allow yeah. that. All right. I, I'll allow that. That's, that's good. That's good. Um, 
All right. So uh, unless you guys have anything else uh, to, to say or do or any cathartic moments, we should just get right into this, right? I yes. agree. Let's do it. Let's go. All right. So we are going into the two matchups into this in the sci-fi fantasy round. And the uh, this is going to be a really fun one. Uh, especially i gotta see marky go through a lot of a lot of emotions mm. in this one i feel like because we have the number one i love the fact that we have all our number one seeds still in that means maybe our seeding wasn't wasn't necessarily wrong across the board maybe we were right about most of it we have the number one darth vader taking on all our number twos are into the absolute uh uh this is a bit of a cinderella story the number mm-hmm. 12 xenomorph Darth Vader versus Xenomorph. Let's not let's not fuck around. Let's go straight to Marky with this one. What do you think, Marky? Oh man, I was yep. kind of hoping you wouldn't go to me. Oh, first. you want you want to go last? You want to go last? Uh, yeah. All right. We already know what DP is going to pick. So I'm DP, go torn ahead. about this one. Yeah, I know. yeah. Start right. off with an easy one. So, Softball. You may know where I'm going, but I will put it this way: <clears throat> when it comes to classic storytelling and you know like classic good versus evil white versus black uh light versus dark kind of yeah well not yeah but (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean it's white black dark light Mm -hmm. it's the the basis of good versus evil is what we've always seen and Darth Vader is the epitome of evil. Original like, trilogy. Yeah. Well, yeah, clearly. Um, but, you know, Darth Vader is that. He is the evil. He is the bad guy that every other bad guy is based on. So, I mean, there's a reason he's the number one seed. As awesome as Xenomorph is, is as much as he's you know lasted through the years and has scared the shit out of people when it comes to storytelling villain darth raider's the one so okay so like, like, i love video. xenomorph but darth raider there's a reason he's the number one seed all right well dp let me even things up because um i've never been Look, I, I understand the iconic nature of Darth Vader. I really do. I understand how uh, what he has done for the film industry as far as uh, villains go. And I, I, I get all that. But I've just never, I've never been the biggest Star Wars fan. I, the whole thing for me is like, eh, I'm sorry. It's just not the biggest thing for me. So as, as amazing as a villain as he is, he just doesn't strike the fear in me that the xenomorph does i'm sorry the xenomorph is more terrifying to me than darth vader is so i'm evening shit up right now and i'm going with the xenomorph on this one sorry dp you can be upset all you want no you can be as wrong all you want too no that's that's fine too that's fine you i mean you've been wrong about thanos this entire time so i can be wrong about this so aj aj what do you what do you think well now you put me into in a position where i can I can change the course of this tournament (laughs) because I was torn Uh, about this one mm. because although I'm probably more, a little more of a star Wars fan than you are, GW, I'm also, 
I'm also not a humongous Star Wars fan. I like the original trilogy quite a bit, um, but I'm not into all the lore and the, the Mandalorian and all this other spinoff and stuff that comes out. Like I'm just yeah, and Darth Vader has nothing to do with that stuff. I'm just saying the actual the actual DP, Star Wars universe. DP, you had your time. You had your time. Relax. Okay, the actual Star Wars universe. I'm what? Not One word: Prometheus. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, AJ. Sorry, sorry. Let AJ talk. Come on. But the first time I ever saw Alien, I didn't sleep for like five nights straight. Oh my so, god. Oh my god. So it's it terrified <laughs> me so much. And I hate to do no, I don't hate to do the xenomorph. You got it, baby. Oh my god. Holy shit. AJ, this is gonna change the course of so much shit in this tournament upsetting dp right now is this is gonna this is gonna get this is gonna turn into a pissing contest you know that right a horrible <laughs> pissing match this is gonna turn into now okay. Look, the 12 Mar- seeds have made it to the all right marky elite date marky talk to Darth me trader loses that's fine is this, we'll lose all credibility but that's okay with me marky is this going to overtime or is the xenomorph going into the elite eight well let me let me talk it through a little bit because i'm still on the fence you know i didn't want to go right away because you know how much I love just the sci-fi shit and the, the whole alien realm that that movie franchise is near and dear to my heart. Probably, probably more so than star Wars. I'm a pretty big star Wars fan, but I'm not going to die on that Hill. Um, but all that being said, the Xenomorph alien is, more or less just hard to fucking kill and it just wants to go out and attack everything it's not that smart of a creature it's just a killing machine where darth vader is a extremely powerful and very intelligent thinking villain and they separately one I think is far more dangerous than the other. And I think Darth Vader is going to win for me. Okay. Okay. So it, it's two to two DP DP relax, relax for a minute. Take, take oh, a breath. I'm relaxed. Take a breath. <laughs> uh, what I will say is I'm not a thousand percent on the Xenomorph. So if you want a rebuttal real quick to try to turn me, if you think you got it in your, in your, in your stones to, to turn me right now, Tell me why you think I should go with Darth Vader of the Xenomorph. And don't be cunty about it. I, I won't be cunty. I'll put it this way. The Alien, the movies were all about Ripley. Star Wars, they were all about Darth Vader. All of them. The whole story was about his, you know, origin, how he became evil and his redemption. Like it was a full arc of villain from beginning to end. Uh, the Alien movies was about Ripley and her heroism, which you know Ripley was a kick-ass hero. If we're doing a hero bracket, she would be a number one seed. Mm-hmm. But we're doing a villain bracket, and there's a reason Xenomorph was a twelve seed and Darth Vader is a one seed. I mean, the the whole. Star Wars story was about Darth Vader and his, you know, villainy. 
basically uh, how he became a villain how his villainy controlled the fucking galaxy i you know like i said the xenomorph was more the the background character in those alien movies granted that background character scared the shit out of everyone i'll give him credit i i voted him for him to get this far but against darth vader the villain of all villains i you know i i I can't see how you how you don't vote for darth vader there are other villains that are not the the story's not centered around them that were ranked number one here as well though so like Hans Landa. And yeah, but but AJ shoot him a Gavin and AJ just saying. AJ. Um here's the thing. DP's absolutely right. I didn't I did I didn't think about it that way. Yep. The alien, yep. as much as they are awesome, they're pretty one-sided. They're yep. they're they're just a yep. formidable killing machine. AJ, I love the xenomorph, and I, I don't I don't mean to I don't mean to punk out right now, but I didn't really think about that the way DP posed it. Um, yeah, AJ, you got a rebuttal? You you think you can change bring it back over Tim's mind to go back the other no, way? No, I, I don't have that. I don't really have a dog in this fight. I'm just. <laughs> I, I really, I thought, I really, I really thought we were going to get an upset here, so I thought I'd side with TW. Yeah, no, I, I did too. I did too. That's but why. D, That's you know, why he D, wanted to fucking do it. D, I'm gonna. I'm gonna become say, a Butler Bulldogs fan. I get it. Let, let <laughs> me just. Let me just say. Let me just well, say. Well, I, I, I love the Xenomorph though. So. I let do. me just it's say this. Fake. All right, DP. D, DP. Yeah. Okay, you got me. You got me. Let me just say yes. this, DP. I have swapped. I have swapped, um, and I am going with Darth Vader, which sends him into the Elite Eight. I will do that. DP, just remember that I did that. Okay, I just remember because the next. Wait, the you next... guys can't be pulling favors. No, and no, shit hold on. Here. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making a deal. I'm just saying, DP, going into the next matchup that we're talking about. Remember that I did that. Okay. Okay. That sounds like a favor. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Oh, just no, boy, I'm not. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I already know what you're saying. Just Someday, remember that I did I that. I may need to call on you and do a thing for me. I'm not saying that, Marky. <laughs> what I'm saying, uh, DP, is just remember. Just remember. That's all. Okay. Okay. So Darth Vader wins. Darth Vader wins. AJ, I apologize. I, I did feel pretty strong about the Xenomorph, but DP made a very, very compelling I, argument. Look, I love the Xenomorph. I'm just not saying Vader's not an iconic villain. I'm just the Xenomorph scared the hell out of me. Right. It's subjective, you know? I mean, sure. I mean, DP might think we lose credibility if the Xenomorph moved on. No, I'm not worried about it. Like, like, yeah, you know, for all I the people that, that listen, I don't works. give a fuck. I really don't. I'm just saying. I think no, yeah, no. It, 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 I don't think that's the argument that worked, but <laughs> at least, at least, at least you took that swing, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. I just, I, I just know he's right. He's absolutely right. So, um, all right. So we we move on to our next one. Our only uh, the the two in the sci-fi fantasy bracket. We're on to our next one. You guys ready? Let's do it. Yes. We have another Cinderella story. The number eleven Thanos from the Marvel universe taking on the Heath Ledger Joker number two. Guys, um, I'm going to be really honest with you on this one Um, because DP and Marky, I know how you feel about Thanos. Um, I'm not going to take this one laying down. I just want you guys to know that. I will fight with everything I have. I will pull every nasty thing I have to. Out of, I will I will pull some voter fraud bullshit if I if I have to myself. Well, you know what? Throw the first shot. 
I will. I will. I will. Sounds I will like you're going it. with Thanos then. Marky, <laughs> you guys, you guys don't. I'm just telling you right now. Don't poke the bear on this one. <laughs> don't fuck with me. All right. Because I'm going to go ahead and vote right away. I, I, I'm not the Marvel fan that you guys are, but I also do love some Marvel movies. DP has turned me on to some Ragnarok. I mean, jumped into, I mean, Ragnarok jumped into my top 100 movies ever. Like I fucking arguably Taika, I mean, Taika Waititi, Taika is, He had a yeah. lot to do with that. Cause I love yeah. that dude. I will give you that. And I've watched a lot of them now and I, I like a lot of them. I, I don't like some, but I like a lot of them. And I think Thanos is a bad, bad bitch. I really, really do. But I just don't think as far as if we're talking serious villains in in just in just reality when we're talking about things the ledger joker is just on another level of evil and psychotic and troubled human beings that has ever existed on in front of a fucking movie camera uh it was the performance of a lifetime and again i know we're not getting to the actors too much we're just, we're just talking about the characters it was one of the uh uh most captivating villains that has ever been on screen. So I'm casting my vote for the Heath Ledger Joker right now. One zero DP. What do you have? So I Thanos. He absolutely needed to get this far. Uh, like I said, he kind of, like he won, he, he accomplished what he set out to do, and everyone in the Marvel Cinematic Universe was afraid of this guy. However, the Joker, oh yeah, is oh, a please. badass, and Heath Ledger's Joker is the most badass of badasses, and. As far as movie villains go, if we're just talking about movie villains, uh, the way Heath Ledger fucking portrayed the Joker, yeah, you cannot fuck with that. Heath Ledger's Joker gets my vote as well. I love wow. Thanos. Wow. I love Thanos. This is what, what, what Heath Ledger's Joker is on a, he's just on another level. Wow, Marky, yeah. what Marky, what do you think about that? Um I was already going to vote for Joker and DP put it in words, I think exactly how I was thinking. I'm glad that Thanos made it this far. Um but at the end of the day, Heath Ledger's Joker's that's just on that's another level, man. That's a that's a tier above. Mm-hmm. You know, Josh Brolin's Thanos, we appreciate that's a great villain. You know, uh, almost godlike in his uh, tyranny, which is kind of funny, right? Because he is godlike and you know he's conquering galaxies and shit, and wins, defeating half the universe. But then Heath Ledger's Joker is terrorizing Gotham City, but he's just so much more. He's still scarier. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, scarier, more captivating, more charismatic. He's a much more enjoyable person to see as a villain. And I think that speaks to, to some of this. You know, we, we talk about how uh, 
intelligent and cunning and psychopathic some of these people are that add to their values as a villain. I think Heath Ledger's Joker, one of the things that adds value to him for me is just uh, his, it's so captivating. Like you have to, you have to watch him. Like he's, it's so sad that he's gone and that's all we get. It's like a swan song, but at the same time, it's, uh, it's, you know, beautiful role. And there's no way that he's not going to win this one. So yeah, Joker for me too. So perhaps I blew my load a little bit right there uh, in defense. Uh, maybe I should have saved that for next week, when, uh, two weeks from now when he has to take on Darth Vader because apparently DP is going to try and cut my nuts off in that situation. Uh, AJ he might have a nervous breakdown. Yeah, AJ, um, it, it is over. Joker has moved on, but do you have anything to say about this matchup? Well, it clearly would have been unanimous at this point. So the same things that DP swayed you with, with the argument that this, that story, the star Wars story was about Darth Vader. The dark Knight was taken over by the Joker character. He was the main character in that movie. True. Like he, Absolutely. he overshadowed, he overshadowed the, the movies called the dark Knight. He overshadowed Christian Bale's, you know, Batman dark. Knight. He overshadowed him at every turn in that movie. Hence the best supporting no, actor no. Oscar. Swept. Ran away, you know, and 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 for all the things TW said about just just all the all the things that made him so iconic, just the the psychosis and the troubled nature and just the badassness. I think just yeah, Where, there we wins. go. All Hands right, so now we have for next week. I'm sorry, two weeks. I keep doing that. Two weeks from now, in our yeah. We don't we don't have a, a name for our elite eight yet. We'll come up mm-hmm. with something evil very... eight, the bunch of cunts evil eight. eight. <laughs> yeah, that's either, yeah, that's no, yeah, good. bunch of cunts eight. That always works. But the evil eight, we have Darth, and this is the one versus the two. So yeah, you know what? maybe wow. maybe maybe my rankings that I made weren't so far off, boys. All right, all right. The one versus the two, Darth Vader versus Joker. Neck that is going to be. In absolute firefight. Yeah, I tell you what, I'm gonna post that already on social media, just so we can get some response. And we'll... that's a good idea. I yeah. like that. I like that a lot. So. Uh, deep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was that? Uh, deep. You gonna post that matchup on social media in advance because I, I I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a brawl. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's right, actually let's... a good idea, DP. Going into next week, maybe post them all. Yeah, I'm actually thinking all four of the elite eight, the evil eight at least to to get that, and then we can go from there. That's a good idea. <clears throat> all right, all right, boys. So here we go. We're into our next uh, we're next next bracket uh, as far as the uh, bunch of con sixteen. <laughs> we can't really go every, every that, right? round is going to be bunch of cunts. <laughs> all right, we're we're into the next the next round. It is the you can't realistic- call it. We can't call it Sinister 16. That's too close. And it's, it's just uh, it's a bunch of cut 16 sounds great. All right. But uh, again, HR is going to be up our ass with a goddamn microscope next week over this. So uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Anyways, uh, we're into the realistic action uh, bracket. And we have, I'm really interested in this one. This, this, this should be. This should be really interesting. It is number one, again, our number one seed, Hannibal Lecter, taking on another Cinderella story, the number 13, the biggest reach so far in our 
bunch of gun 16 uh alex forrest glenn close from fatal attraction um and she get it marky you're gonna have to sit this one out Marky's out because once again All he's right. had he's been two months to see it, this fucking movie and he can she get it? Uh, I'm Glenn, sorry, Glenn Close. I go to work every day. As Alex Forrest, uh, Glenn Close as Alex Forrest. Okay, two two things. Marky, don't get, get it. Marky, don't get butt hurt. I'm busting your balls. <laughs> Secondly, AJ, yes, Alex Forrest can get it and then some. Fucking late '80s, early '90s, Glenn Close. Are you kidding me? fucking smoke show um you said you she know showed me, her boobies in this movie right? oh big time and many I've, t- I've, many times and i've said in the past i've always been into those crazy bitches they, they've always those those bitches always been my kryptonite but um <laughs> let, let we marky needs to sit this one out uh dp what's wrong dp why you throw your hands up oh i'm not that uh, keep calm Okay. Free, free with prime, free with prime, Marky. So I'm actually going with DP to start this one. Hannibal Lecter or Alex Forrest? Yeah, and so actually, that that was my hands being thrown up. Was I have no idea? Fuck, this is a tough one for me because, like, I, I realize the impact of uh, Hannibal Lecter. Like Hannibal Lecter as a movie villain. His impact is undeniable. I mean, there have been TV shows made about it. There have been other movies made about this movie villain. So uh, on the whole, as a movie villain, Hannibal Lecter wins. However, from my own personal viewing, Alex Forrest scared the shit out of me way more. Like, for me, Alex Forrest is the better villain, but on the whole, it's tough. So the you know, I, I I'm still I'm still trying to hammer it out and figure it out, but I I need to come up with an answer right now. Um what, you want a couple minutes? You want to pass? You know what? No, fuck it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna vote now. I'm gonna vote with my own personal. And I'm going to go Alex Forrest. Oh, wow. AJ? Yeah, I'm going Alex Forrest. Well, this is on me pretty much, right? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. if I vote for Alex Forrest, it's over. But if you don't, then it's on me. Yeah. Right, right. Who do I want to put? Don't you put that evil on me, Bobby. Evil on don't me, you put Bobby. that knife in your leg. Bobby, what? Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that, don't you put on that me, evil Bobby. on me, Ricky Bobby. And you bought that? Oh yeah, it's paid out. It's paid in full. It's parked out there in front. <laughs> All right, so I'm in the same. Actually, to tell you the truth, I was very lukewarm about this matchup. I wasn't going to die on either hill. Okay. <laughs> I was like very. You know what I mean? I just I love that term, by the way, Marky. So I'm going to use it a few more times tonight. So I don't know. I, I mean, to DP's point. Both points are super valid. Like Lecter, yes. Uh, the, the the impact he has had on that particular franchise, it was based off books and stuff, and it's just a harrowing, frightening man um, that everybody that encounters him should be scared of and worried that they're going to get eaten, by the way, quite frankly. But to me, all, Al, same as DP, Alex Forrest just... From a visceral, realistic standpoint, 
Like that person exists out there, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she exists out there. She's I, real, you yeah. know. Like by, she's by the handful. And she's right, and she's, and she's not far off. And her portrayal of that character is so amazingly well done. Glenn Close is such a great actress. Oh, I mean, she really, really nailed that role. And so I, I hate, I, no, I don't hate to. I'm gonna go with DP. Oh wow. Wow, the upset of upsets! Holy, that shit. is a wrap. Let me let me let me just say this: is that they are? Uh, it's already over. The fucking number thirteen, Alex Forrest, is going into the elite eight. That is wild. It's fucking awesome, wow. by the way. It's fucking awesome. And uh, hey, Marky, yeah, you got two weeks, asshole. That's another. That's another Damn reason it. I vote. It's another reason I voted for. So Marky would watch the movie. Uh, let's see, let's I, Marky, I just, if you didn't vote, Marky wouldn't have to watch it. So. Literally, Marky, I, I'm going to be up your ass for the next two weeks. If it's on Voodoo, I will literally send it's you a free gift card. With, it's free with Prime. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. I was really out. 50 50 i really i'm happy you guys did that because i i honestly couldn't decide the only thing that i was a little leaning a little towards alex forest on was the fact that she's in almost the entire fucking movie and hannibal lecter is is in like 11 minutes of uh of silence of the lamb so i have absolutely no problem uh putting alex forest through to the next round wow that is the uh Cinderella story of all Cinderella stories, number thirteen, big. And by the way, the she's like the, the she's like eight. she's like the she's the co-star with Michael Douglas. It's not like Michael Douglas's wife. Who the hell was she anyway? Who who played her? I've, Someone I know, we I, know. Yeah, I know Someone her. We know, I forget yeah. her name, but yeah, she she's got. But it was the Michael face. Douglas Glenn Close show, and right. more Glenn Close. I feel. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. every time she was on, guys, I was I was 100. worried for him. Guys, this is wild. Thir- the, the number thirteen. Has moved into the. I just, the I, I'm, and you know what? It's the most surprising thirteen to move on. I feel like because she's a little, she's a different kind of villain. Let's, right? Honestly, let real quick. Let's look at her journey. Right? Yeah, this this motherfucker, back. this bitch, she beat Norman Before Bates in the first round. So I want to talk about some iconic psycho. Yeah. Uh, okay, he, yeah. And then she takes out both villains in Silence of the Lambs: Buffalo Holy Bill shit, and Buffalo Hannibal Lecter. And this bitch knocked off three fucking legends. And we have a number one out of the tournament now. Yes. I'm going to be real fucking pissed this after girl. I watch this movie. Yeah, and yeah. I find and, out that she's just like a McDonald's employee that you guys are a fan of. She messed your order up one day. And you're Mark, like, oh, Marky, 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 I'm, Marky, I'm offended. That you Marky, that. You, yeah, <laughs> you are going to go through so many emotions with her. You, you're going to be like, and maybe like, oh my God, I want this girl to blow me. And then the next minute, like, I want her to die. I'm telling you, this girl drives you through the craziest emotions in this movie. She's such a bad bitch. And she's sexy okay. as fuck. Which helps. All so, right. Alex Forrest, what a gigantic wow. upset. What a crazy, crazy turn of events. I didn't what see a journey. That happening. What a journey for this girl. I'm so I'm so proud. Now I would love to have an all woman uh elite eight matchup. Evil eight, yeah. Uh sorry, yeah. evil Ava. Sorry, sorry, DP. I have a feeling that's not going to happen because we now I'm have right. in the realistic action bracket the number six Annie Wilkes taking on number two. Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Uh, Mark, you want to kick this one off? 
This is Hans Gruber, not uh, Hans Landa, right? Because Hans Landa was, he's in the, uh, yeah, he's in the biographical. Yeah. Okay, yep. yeah. This is, this is Die Hard. All right. Um, Annie Wilkes, Misery. Hans Gruber, Die Hard. Right. You know, these are uh, obviously getting tougher the the more narrow we get before we i feel like i can just like go with my gut and rifle through them but now i like both matchups both people that we're coming against um and again man this is, these are yeah fucking tough all these all these moving forward are going to be tough so i don't need to keep saying that but hmm. um i want to go with my first love Hans Gruber. Good call. Really, oh, just okay. because of that. I mean, I, I, I do very much enjoy both these villains. Um, and Hans Gruber came into my life first, and I'm just going to go with him. AJ? Um, so I also love both villains for different reasons, but I'm with Marky. I just, I love Hans Gruber. I love everything he brought to Alan Arkin brought to that film. I just, it was just, just beautiful villainy, like classic villainy. You know mm. what I mean? They come take over that tower with machine guns to steal from them. They're robbers. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, they're bank robbers. robbers. Yeah, yeah so it, was, it, was, it was a money grab. Yeah. It's a money heist, right? Yeah. They go in, they, they're trying to get that vault open, and he just, and he's also killing, uh, he's got no problem killing uh, hostages. Oh, no problem quickly. killing hostages. Just to make Those a point, he starts killing hostages. <laughs> right. Just to make a point. Just to, you know, and then he kills the guy just because he won't get, he doesn't have the code. Like, yeah. the guy that runs the place, like, okay, bot, fine, bye. And he doesn't have people do it for him. He just yeah. shot the dude. So Hans Gruber for me. All right. Um, nice. well DP, how do you feel about this? I so, you know, last week I actually I voted against Annie, but after you know, like seeing all the the responses from everyone, and actually looking into it, uh, like seeing uh, there's there's a new version of Annie Wilkes. Uh, there's a TV show on Hulu called Castle Rock. And uh, season two of Castle Rock, uh, Lizzie Kaplan plays a young version of Annie Wilkes. And, you know, kind of, you know, brings out the, the absolute craziness of Annie Wilkes. And so I, I can say I was actually kind of turned. And even though I voted for Anton, I now would have went with Annie Wilkes. But when it comes to Annie Wilkes versus fucking Hans Gruber, I mean, come on, it's fucking Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber, to me, like, so Die Hard isn't just one of the great, greatest Christmas movies of all time. <laughs> Which, I can't wait like, to if watch you don't think it's That's a Christmas up. movie... Go fuck yourself and no, stop listening to Clearly, our podcast. Yeah, it, absolutely. Watched I Hard like six weeks ago, Marky. I'm going to be watching it again. It's going to be great. No, you can't watch it until after Thanksgiving. You can't That's watch it until true. you put up your Christmas tree. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. I watch it all the time. 
right? <laughs> so, but again, like I said, it's not just the greatest fucking Christmas movie. It's one of the greatest action movies. And when you have like an all-time great action movie, it's because you have an all-time great villain. And Hans Gruber is an all-time great villain. And I love Annie. I, I'm i actually upset with myself I didn't vote her last time. But, yeah. Uh, Hans, Gruber, Hans Gruber wins this. And he'll beat just about anybody. So, yeah. yeah uh, it, Hans Gruber moves on for me. It's tough. I, I, I'm with Hans Gruber, too. It's absolutely unanimous. But let me just take a quick minute to talk about the brilliance of Annie Wilkes and Kathy yeah. Bates and Misery. I mean, she is so just we should so, have some music in the background. Yeah, she in is memoriam so of Annie Wilkes. Fucking terrifying. And she won the Oscar. I mean, she's just such a bad bitch. She's amazing. I love the fact that she made it this far. Um, she's absolutely deserving of it. But yeah, Hans Gruber just has, he's just another level of piece of shit. He really is. Like, he's just mm-hmm. another level of he's fucking terror he's a he's a fucking terrorist scumbag like he's he's a he, he and, and like the way he has his okay you know what? i'm gonna save the argument for next round because he's he's got alex forrest and that uh, clear that's gonna be the next uh round alex forrest versus hans gruber and alex forrest apparently has a massive following on this podcast so he's gonna he's gonna work that out for him i will save my argument for him for next round that is how that is set up for the uh, the the uh, what do we evil eight evil eight yeah evil eight yeah yeah can I quickly so can I quickly jump yeah. in here I don't know yeah. uh, Alan Rickman sorry I accidentally said Alan Rickman Alan yeah. Rickman the late he Alan is Rickman. dead yeah. I, I didn't even know that That's actually my friend the other night my, my friend Madison actually told me she said oh my you know that guy's dead I'm like no yeah, he, he passed away a couple of years ago yeah yeah. yeah. That, that, 2000, yeah, that's 2016. Really I, I actually oh, didn't know that. That's that, more than that a couple. Uh, but but his Hans Gruber character lives on in our fucking tournament, and he is into the Evil Eight, which is badass. I mean, he plays, oh, he yeah. plays Profe- and he plays Professor Snape in the Harry Potter movies. So Alan Rickman. Yeah, I'm this sorry, is I'm, Alan I'm, yeah. Rickman calling. I'm sorry, AJ. I don't, I don't, I don't speak nerd. I'm having a little DP. Did you get that reference? Whoa! Oh. Uh, but all right. You didn't catch that Family Guy joke, DP? Oh, no, I got it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Let's move into the. I, I love finishing up with comedy because that's when we're drunker and we're dealing with the comedic side. Mm-hmm. So I let's agree. get into the, the biographical period pieces bracket. And we're going to have the number one seed, Hans Landa, Chris Waltz from Inglorious Bastards, taking on. The uh, number five, Bill Cutting, Daniel Day-Lewis from Gangs of New York, yes. who who he battled won. through on social media to get through. He beat Commodus from Gladiator, which is a massive win. Taking on Hans Landa. Uh, I actually want to start with DP because I have a feeling I know where, uh, where his allegiance lies on this one. DP, who wins this one for you? I'll uh, be last, by the way. Yeah, this one's Hans Landa. I knew that. Like, yeah. That's your um, it, it's going to be tough for someone to beat Hans Landa for me. Uh, Inglorious Bastards has this weird, like, uh, kind of spot for me where 
I almost kind of fell out with Quentin, and then this movie came out, and I was like, oh, wait, Quentin Tarantino still got it. So Hans Landa is always going to have a little, little extra spot in my heart, so he gets it for me this round. All right, Marky, what do you think? Um, I think it's going to have to be Hans for me, too. And, you know, looking at it again, I think when we come down to these powerhouse players, for me, I kind of mentioned it before, my deciding factor in these is just like, which one is more memorable to me? And because the, these are all great villains at this point, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to, they've gotten this far. So they're, oh, they're yeah. all outstanding. The best of the best right now. Yeah. So now it, to me, it gets down to which one is just the, the more memorable character, the one that I want to see more of, you know, it could rewatch the movie. Bill Cutting is a fantastic character. And I, you know, could watch that one again and again. I think about that guy a lot, but Hans Landa is just, I mean, I think TWU said it. That was Christoph Waltz coming out party. That he's he's a major actor, but he did that role for a Quentin Tarantino movie, and has just was just skyrocketed to the top of set lists. So he's been in everything since then. Yeah, I I would love to I'd love to push this thing and uh, uh, you know push AJ to a deciding factor, but I can't. I, I've said this uh, from every week on since uh we've talked about hans landa i think in this entire bracket he is the most well-rounded villain there is he has every type of scumbag you can think of he has it all and i will save all my arguments um for that until next round because he's already won that's three nil for hans landa aj is it unanimous for you it's not but so you would have, I would have pushed it to really? a tie if you had voted. No. So wow. I, so I have to, I have to be quite honest. I watched both films again today because I was very torn, and I wanted to just see both guys in action again, and I wanted to see what they did for me, right? So the opening scenes of both movies, they're both in, right? They're both in the opening scenes where Bill, uh, Bill takes his guys out to the middle of the square against Liam Neeson's guys. And he goes face to face with them, cuts them down, kills his enemy. And, you know, starts ruling the place. They fast forward like 16 years later, etc. And he's all kinds of menacing, right? His whole look, the glass eye, just his confidence and his just lack of, uh, I guess sympathy for people are like, he's just, he doesn't care about you. And that scene when he, and um, the scene where he uh, puts Caprio out on the table, he starts just like headbutting him. Like just that scene alone was so amazing to me. I don't know. Daniel Day Lewis put in such a great performance. I probably would have leaned towards him, but Landis first scene is where he, he's more methodical and careful and he does that whole slow burn where he questions the guy about um, whether you know about whether he's harboring uh, Jews, and then he talk, you know, he makes them tell him, and he's like, "Oh, they don't speak uh, English, right?" So 
he points out where they are and then he has his men shoot them all right he does do his own dirty work towards the end of the movie where he chokes uh what's her name down hammer smark he's more of like a detective but he's also slimy like he's willing to turn be a turncoat too at the end so you're right the tw he's super well-rounded he's willing to go to any lengths to accomplish his goals or to or to root out the jews if that's his job or whatever it is he's willing to so i think he's a great villain but i just have a soft spot for angel day lewis's cutting i probably would have voted for him. yeah aj i i agree especially with bill cutting i've talked about that scene where where he, he lays leo out on the table it's one of the scariest scenes in any movie i've ever seen and i would love to kind of come back and send this to social media uh for the overtime but no no, I, no, no I, I get it I just can't. Hans Landa is just—he's yeah. so great. He's so fucking brilliant. I don't. I, I don't get, I feel get it. good I get about it. sending Bill down. You know, I, I, it's I, just I, you, Marky. Unfortunately, it's up to you, man. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm staying with Hans, but I'm just saying, like, I, I don't feel good about sending Bill out. Like, he, he's such a memorable villain as well. It's By the way, film-wise, the other for me, film is the better film than Gangs of New York, but. The villain wise, I was so torn, and I love cutting. Uh, no, I think I think though no, I think that's an argument. Gangs in New York versus Unglorious Bastards. I think they're, I think they're pretty fucking close. I just it's, I it's give the I give the edge to your preference in movie because they're maybe. They're see, I, I would actually give the edge to Gangs in New York, but I just thought the the performance uh, again. Hans Landa is just both I mean, films were. Well, I think Inglorious Bastards was nominated for eight Oscars. And yeah, Gangs in New York was nominated yeah. for ten. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they were both nominated for. They were both nominated for acting awards. Actually, Daniel Day Lewis was uh, nominated for a better role, even though technically, I guess DiCaprio would have been. Yeah, Lee, but he got the nod because he was yeah. he was so good. He was stealing very much every scene he was in. All right, so uh, AJ. Um, I, I again, I I'd love to dial it back. I can't. No, no, no. Landis the great villain. I'm not. And, I, and as long as Marky Marky feels strong about Londa, we we're moving on, right? I think it was a five seed. I think that was right. right about where he should have been. So let's go. Uh, I think DP is going to have a is going to have a has, have a, a a tough a tough row ahead of him right here because the other one here we have is uh, Warden Norton. From uh, Shawshank, the six seed, uh, brought up a game. Yeah, I had an upset in, in last round over Tommy DeVito, and he's going to be taking on Amon Goth, Ray Fines from Schindler's List. DP, what do you think about this matchup? Oof. You see, this one's tough. Uh, it, because when I think like just like overall, what's the worst human being among goth mm. gets it. But when I think about like the actual movie and uh did you who... just say that he can get it? <laughs> I did, yes. Um yeah. when it comes to actual movie like who was the bigger villain for the the film. God, Warden Norton, film-wise, one of the biggest... Like, anytime you watch a movie, the person you hate... God, I can't think of hating anyone anyone else more than I hated fucking Warden Norton. Shit, this is tough. Uh, 
Not the first time you said that tonight, by the way. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. This, this is getting down to it. This is nitty gritty now. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go Ward Norton. Whoa. Ward Norton right. gets wow, my the vote. This is tough, but okay. yeah, all right. Ward Norton all right. gets my vote. Uh, all right, so yeah. let me let me talk now. Um, Ward, I mean, Ward Norton is the villain in uh, my favorite movie of all time in Shawshank. Right, yeah. Um, and I love him. Um, he... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love him how much of a cunt he is. Yeah, Dancing really, around a fire. He's, he's such a piece of shit. My problem is the fact that I, I, I can't go with Warden Norton because Amon Goth, I've said this in other rounds, is that he is one of the scariest villains I've ever seen in a movie just because of how un, how emotionally unhinged he is as a human being this guy has so many psychological problems that he's manifested into an ss officer just to kill jews it's so scary to me that a person with a mental uh a psychotic mental issue turns himself into an ss officer just to kill jews that's scary horrifying to me this guy scared the fuck out of me from jump street as much as i love uh uh, Ward Norton, my vote is uh, Amon Goth. Uh, AJ, right. what do you think? So first off, I think Norton had a, sort of a, an easy road so far. This is the first time he's being tested, right? A little bit. I, I feel like Sergeant Hartman, we were all in agreement. He took him down. Tommy DeVito, we, we questioned whether he's really a villain. So yeah, he was kind of, yeah. kind of came yeah. down to Norton on that one just because he really is a piece of shit villain, right? Right, right. So this is the first time he's being tested, and that hurts him right now because Goth is a menacing, scary psycho to TW's point, like, became a Nazi officer to kill Jews. Like, that's his motivation. Like, he's an unhinged piece of shit. Like, I vote Goth. Marky, this is up to you. Is this going to overtime? Or do you like Goth over Edward, uh, Ward Norton? Well, um, you know, it's, it's kind of – the pick is simple for me. I feel like they're both essentially prison wardens, except one is running a genocidal camp and kills a shit right. ton of people. So it's right. a, a more, to me. He's like oh, more he's got wow. well he's got just more on his resume, right? Like Norton really only killed like one dude, right? Like that we know of, sure. that we know of right? Yeah. In the movie, right? They so, they are both yeah, nasty people, but one yeah, just yeah, takes yeah. it to a nastier level. So I choose the nastier guy. All right, so actually in the next round it's going to be uh Nazi versus Nazi. Amon I was thinking Gaunt that. I was already thinking Hans that. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be real fun. There's a, gonna be a Nazi in the final four. <laughs> yeah. Shocking. Pretty a Nazi if... or a slave owner. Those are the two things you probably would have thought from this bracket, right? Yeah. This side of the bracket. Yeah, if it wasn't too hard to like kind of narrow it down, if we could just make uh the Nazis as a you know, seed, <laughs> yeah, they would have been number one. Seed. Yeah, yeah, oh, that would be over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah between yeah. you know, because the top two seeds uh, Indiana the Jones were, were Nazis. and these yeah. movies, the Nazis, greatest movie villains ever. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> all right, all right, boys. So, we're into our final uh bracket of the night. It's the comedy bracket, which we love. We love to save it till the end because we've been drinking and it's always funnier when we get here. <laughs> 
with these Hell characters. Yeah. And uh, we are into uh, the number one, Shooter McGavin. Big fan of the podcast, friend of ours. Shooter Don't McGavin from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, taking on Dr. Evil, the number four seed, Dr. Evil Mike Myers from Austin Powers. Um, AJ, thoughts, feelings, emotions about this matchup? So initially I was torn, but then I thought to myself, Dr. Evil eventually becomes a good guy. <laughs> mm. Anyway, anyway, Shooter to me, he's got some of the best, and this is what comedy is about, right? Sure, it's about being a piece of piece of work as a villain, like right. you know, and, and being scummy, but he's got some just the best quotable lines in 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 any, you know, in any comedy for a villain. He's just I pull them out all the time. Why wouldn't I? For me, it's Shooter. All right. DP, what do you think? Ah, uh, God. So, interesting. I love, love Dr. Evil. But yeah, Shooter, he's a friend of the podcast. And, it, like, as far as comedy movies go, like, you really kind of want to hate the villain. Like, it, you know, you want to laugh the funny parts and at the parts of the villain, you want to be like, oh, fuck that guy. Right, you don't hate Dr. Evil. Yeah, and that thing with Shooter, you're constantly like, oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> so, I love Dr. Evil, but as far as Shooter goes, I gotta say, Fuck that guy. So, yeah, I got Shooter going too. And it's not just because he's a friend of the podcast, but also because like, not only is he hysterical, not only is he just a, a scumbag character, but he's also like insanely paranoid about his stature. Uh, right. he, he, right. He's the right. number one golfer so in the world. So insecure. But he's so... Paranoid Insecure. about this, yeah, but this dude that has a fucking a long drive, you know, like a guy that can yeah. uh, sink a hole in one on a par four. This dude is the number one golfer in the world, but he's he's worried about a guy that he sees as a freak show act. Like, remember the scene when they're when they're in the bar and he's like trying to tell him, oh, you should do those long distance drive. Call. And Happy's like, yeah, why don't you shut your mouth before I put my foot in it? Remember what what shooter <laughs> says? Pieces of shit like you for practice. Remember he's like. Don't you turn your back on me? Like he's psychotic. He's yeah. insane. And uh Do we I, I love shit shooter. for breakfast. Yeah. And, <laughs> no. And uh it's it, it, yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely shooter for me. Marky, is it unanimous? Sweep, baby. Yeah, shooter. You know, uh, as you guys were talking, I was thinking about one of the lines that a buddy of mine used to quote to each other all the time. And I was thinking about it, I'm like, it's not actually one of shooter's lines. But it kind of plays the shooter. Still, it's the line where uh, the guy that shooter gets to do his dirty work. The guy's like, "Hey, shooter, want to go to Red Lobster? My yeah. treat. Get some grub." <laughs> my buddy and I we used to say that to each other all the time. Like, "Want to go to Red Lobster? My treat." <laughs> oh my god! A, a I, buddy, I, thought we were, I thought we were a French shooter. Oh my god! A, a, a buddy of mine who I went I to high school go. with to this day, he'll put shit on my Facebook that'll be like. Uh, hey, want to go to want to go down to the Sizzler get some grub? My treat. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that 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 dude's insane. So, technically, technically, that's not Shooter, but I think it still plays to Shooter's character, right? Because that guy is like his minion, and like he's, <laughs> he'll do anything for Shooter. Yeah, he, ru he runs. Happy so, yeah, over shooter, with a car. Shooter, 
Shooter, yeah, I thought yeah. we were friends. Oh, yeah. we are. Oh, we're I just friends. gotta go. Oh, we're <laughs> friends. I just gotta go. Um, but yeah, you know everything that you guys said too. It's just, it's Doctor Evil's great and all, but I love Doctor Evil. Yeah, uh, but there's just something real special about Shooter McGavin. Yeah, uh, uh, Doctor Evil seems a little outclassed in this uh, in this in this battle. Uh, Slightly so. Which is a little sad because Dr. Evil is great, but Shooter's is just on another fucking level. I told you guys from Jump Street that I think Shooter can win this whole thing. So Can we we also point out one thing real quick? Mm. Was uh, Shooter McGavin does agree that I'm the better host. He did say that. Yeah, he did say it. He did say that. So I haven't been keeping track but I think he might be the only person that's gotten a nanoscope vote every round. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, he has. I'm not sure if he's the only one, but he definitely... Uh, all right, so we have our final matchup now. Uh, it's in the comedy round, and it is um, the number three, Big Earn McCracken, taking on number two, Biff Tannen. Big Earn McCracken from uh, uh, Bill Murray from Kingpin, Versus uh, Biff Tannen oh. uh, from Back to the Future again. I don't know this actor's name, but he is a an absolute animal as a as a villain. Um, Marky, thoughts on this one? Yeah, so I you know I've seen uh, the Back to the Future movies, but I watched them later in my life. Um, I didn't grow up with them, so they don't necessarily hold a special place in my heart you know not a, a lot of people when they talk about these movies they talk about them with such uh what's the word i'm looking for um reverence reverence thank you yeah um but that's not me you know I, i've just saw them later in life and i'm like yeah they're good but you know, I, they're not that special to me and i like biff and he's like a nasty fucker and I, I, I like the different iterations of Biff, you know, young Biff, middle-aged Biff, old Biff. That's cool. Um, but Bill Murray and Big Earn is, again, just another special, special person. And whenever I think of Big Earn, I think of that iconic scene of him holding that bowling ball straight up in the air and his comb over <laughs> that's sticking straight up also. And then and we talked about it in the, his previous matchup. It's like big Earn's kids or Earn's kids, and he's got his arms around like these bimbo single moms. <laughs> it's just fantastic. And then the, the the sugar in the gas tank, yeah. the uh, you know the leaving of um, uh, Woody Harrelson behind, you know, in the parking lot, like driving off. That bowler is you, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fantastic of uh. He's he's not just a villain. He's just a like a piece of shit street hustler. <laughs> but and he's famous and he's rich I and know. he's still <laughs> and he's still a piece of shit street hustler. So yeah, Bill Murray's big Ermac Kraken for me. Yeah, good times. I know I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, AJ, AJ. I know, I know you. So by the way, this that. is the only this is the hill I'm gonna die on. So big <laughs> nice. big Ermac Kraken. Um, I'm not even going to talk about Biff that much. Marky said it all. I'm just going to argue for Big Earn. That's my guy. He is probably in this bracket. No, no 
Shooter McGavin is going to be hard to beat, but Big Earn's my guy in this bracket. That's how well he, Bill Murray pulls off this role of just like Marky says, that just street hustling scumbag who's famous, but he's just got, he's just that guy inside. That's mm-hmm. just who he is. And he'll screw anyone over no matter what. And also extremely quotable. Another another villain in this bracket, which is ridiculously quotable, which is a criteria for me in this bracket. Very quotable like shooter, super duper quotable. And I I I wait for the moments that he's on the screen because he's not in big parts like big stretches of the movie. He's not in. And I'm just waiting for that moment once they get to Reno and they see him again. And I just you know, I want those scenes to come quicker. So it's big earn for me. DP. Uh, all right, so uh, here's the deal. Uh, if you ask like a hundred people, have you seen uh, Kingpin? And you ask a hundred people, have they seen Back to the Future? <clears throat> you're going to get way more people that have seen Back to the Future. Right. Like, like Kingpin's a great movie. I love fucking Kingpin. And I love Big Aaron McCracken. But overall, in the landscape of the movie universe, more people are familiar with, uh, you know, Back to the Future. They're more familiar with Biff Tannen. Uh, And, you know, Andy admittedly, uh, you know, avoided this point, but. Like we see Biff, T- young Biff Tannen. We see middle-aged Biff Tannen. We see old Biff Tannen. We see every version of Biff, and like more people know Biff than they know Big Iron. And I love Big Iron, but Biff is overall the better fucking villain. Everyone knows every version of Biff. He's the better villain, and. Okay. It's not because I don't like fucking Big Earn. It's just because Biff, yeah, Biff overall, when it comes to movies, is the better villain. Look, these are comedies. Does Biff make you laugh the way Big Earn makes you laugh? Oh my God. Dude, that- dude, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Oh, yeah. Bi- no, don't, that, AJ. That, no, Bi- that grows old eventually. No, no, no. AJ, AJ, Biff, it, made me it laugh right Biff now. is hilarious. <laughs> Like if you if you look at those you can't scenes, compare the two with with humor. No, but AJ, if you look at those scenes, oh, right? Like there's there's a couple different. Remember the scene like in the uh, in, in in the diner when he comes in, he's like McFly. I thought I told you never to come in here again. And fucking Marty trips him and he he falls down. And then Marty they get and Marty grabs him. And he realizes he's about a fucking foot taller than him. That scene is <laughs> hilarious. But that scene is sold by Michael J. Fox. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll give you that. But uh, but the villain in that scene, who's like the big tall piece of shit, and then he he, he follows him in the in the car, and the manure falls on him. That's a hilarious scene. That whole yeah. thing is great. Like I, a lot I, of that, a lot of that hijinks though is Michael J. Fox. No, it is, and I love the rivalry, well, like between uh, between the, the fucking Big Aaron, like oh, it's all because Big of Woody funnier. Harrelson. All right, let's 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 let, bullshit excuse. You know, you know what? Let, <laughs> you know Fish what? Let, let, fucking oh, let, some let, hard feelings on this one. All right, you know what? Um, let, let's let's just put away with all that and just have TW vote, and then we can yeah. just 
end this. Yeah, yeah. we will. And uh, we can DP... fight to the death, or we can uh, end D- it. One D- or the other. DP, it's gonna DP. be three one. D- <laughs> DP, I I love you, obviously, and I love I love Biff Tannen. Like I said, the like the uh, the those exchanges, uh, but, but but those those like those square offs with Michael J. Fox are so fucking funny. They really they really are, and he I is smell a, a cut. butt. He is such like you know the the original bully, but yes, Marky, but Big Earn McCracken is literally one of the biggest pieces of shit. Not literally, uh, one of the mm-hmm. I, hate, I hate when people. Oh, no, literally, no, I hate when people fuck that word up. He's not a literal. He's not literal shit. What I'm saying is he is figuratively one of the biggest pieces of shit in the history of any movie. Not just comedy. Like, I mean, this guy is such a fucking asshole from the beginning. To- TV, remember, remember when they, uh, when uh, Woody Harrelson finally confronts him again in uh, in Reno? And you ruined like, my like, life. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh, all the years I thought to myself what I would say to you in this moment. And Big Earn's just like, I bet. And then just pushes him aside and then just goes to Claudia. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Hello. Claudia, I'm, I'm in room 11. I'm in 11 27. He just runs away. He is such a piece of shit. I love Biff Tannen, but Big Earn, I, I, DP, I honestly think Big Earn has a chance to win the entire fucking thing. So I got to go with Big Earn. I'm sorry. I really am. Deserve. That's Big Earn. Moving ah. on to the next round. I'm trying. To take, on, to take on Shooter McGavin, which is an absolute heavyweight title. Oh, that's, so, uh, that's a rock'em sock'em. So, so, so let me no, just... Shooter Lamar McGavin might weigh in again before so let we me get just... to the finals. <laughs> let, me just, let me just run through this real quick again. We've, we've talked about it for the... So in two weeks, we will do the whole thing. The, the Evil Eight, the Fucked Up Four, or whatever we're calling that, and then the, the, the championship. Um... Because that's like seven matchups, which we can do. So, uh, yeah, yeah. DP, uh, like like you mentioned earlier, we should put we should put these matchups on social media now. So, if we need a tiebreaker, when it comes down to it, we have it. Uh, so, it will be on a sci-fi fantasy. It'll be Darth Vader versus the Ledger Joker. That's a fuck. Oh my god, what a heavy! I movie. love that one. I mean, this yeah, next one, this next one is such an underrated tilt. The Cinderella story, number 13, Alex Forrest taking on the number two, Hans Gruber. That is a great fucking battle. Fuck it. Hey, then we wow, got, that's a good one. Yeah, then we got the Nazis. We got the Nazis we, each other. On. The yeah, battle number of Nazis. Two, Hans, uh, number one, Hans Landa versus number two, Amon Goth. And then the number one, Shooter McGavin out of the comedy uh, bracket taking on the number three, Big Iron McCracken. Uh, we have four absolute firefights going on in that round. And then we'll go to the final four and then the championship. We'll do that all in two weeks. And uh, we'll put those matchups up on social media uh, in advance. So we can have our tiebreaker set. And then two weeks from now, we will pick the best villain of all time. That's huge. I, I'm I'm so floored by I the know, Alex Forrest thing, but, but that, it's I such know, a pleasant I, and I love surprise. It. And uh, Hey, Marky, fuck, fuck face. Please see that whatever whatever I need to do, whatever oh, I need you, to do to get you to you see it in the assholes, next two weeks. You have two weeks. I feel like you voted her, voted her to the front just so I had to watch that movie. Am uh, I wrong? No, no, uh, no. I mean, she just no. got to the front due to her awesomeness. 
So. Yeah, and and, and that she and that yeah, and she can get it. I mean, that's also part of it. But Marky, <laughs> see the movie. It's a great fucking movie. Yeah, just see it. I'll watch it. Right, yeah. please. Um, Free with Prime. Just that's just, what I've been hearing every five minutes that movie comes out. So I, I'll go check it out. Please see it. All right. So uh, I just wanted to remind you. Thank you. All right. So we have finished up. Uh, Badness Madness. The bunch of cunt 16 no that bunch is officially 16, yeah that's what it's, it's called be. it's official bunch of cunt 16 it's finished be. up we have absolute bangers going on in two weeks to finish this whole thing up it's going to be a lot of fun in the meantime next week we are going because tis the season because when we look at it right um this episode that we're talking about right now will drop on the 16th of December. After that, we will drop another one on December 23rd. So we should talk about Christmas movies. It's two days hey, before yeah. Christmas. Let's talk about Christmas movies. It's the fun. season. Christmas movies are fun. What I what I want everybody to do for next week, I already have mine picked out. I want you guys to pick out one Christmas movie you love and one Christmas movie you fucking hate. And tell us all which ones that is to you. And we'll try to, you know, if if any of us haven't seen them, we'll try to watch them leading up to uh, next week's episode. And then we can talk about them. I already know my two. Um, and I'm not going to get into them now because I, I'm going to save that for the episode. But I already know. Pick out a movie, a Christmas movie you love, one that you hate. And we'll talk about those next week. And then after that, we'll do Badness Madness the following week. All right. Sounds good. Sound good to you, bros. Sounds good to yes. me. Right. Yeah. Yes. I'll say uh, so, Christmas movies, just make sure everyone knows Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. And- so. We can't yeah. all pick Die Hard, though, right? Yeah, I'm so, not gonna. No, pick, I'm not gonna. picking Die Hard. Just, just, just so you know, too. If any of you want to pick Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, that's technically a Thanksgiving movie, but that movie is brilliant, and we no, should talk th- about it, it. But it is Thanksgiving, though. It's a holiday movie, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, I'm just saying that's it not is, off it the is table. A great, it, it is a great movie. Though. I'm just saying it's not off the table. If you want to talk about it, it's not off the table. Uh, and then by the end of the weekend, guys, just let me know which movies you want to do. We can get ready uh, if we have to watch Penny. We can get ready for the uh, for the next week. Uh, besides that, anybody have anything that needs to get off the chest? Anything? Uh, any cathartic moments? Any? Well, you know, this doesn't really have anything to do with anything besides that it's a movie. Mm. But there's this one on Netflix recently that I watched, and I wanted to tell you guys about it. It's called Black Forty Seven, and it's really fucking dark and I didn't know anything about it. I just decided to give it a go and I really liked it and I thought you guys would like it too. So okay. if, uh, it doesn't have anything to do with our next uh, episode or anything. It's just, I, th- I just thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Hey, th- that's all. That's always welcome on this podcast. Always. Um, just always go into it, uh, go into it blind and let me know what you guys think. Yes, sir. But it, is, it is a dark tale. Uh, you know, be warned about that. I get my list here. Black forty-seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like comma forty-seven, like or not uh, apostrophe forty-seven, like the year nineteen forty-seven. Okay. Or I'm sorry, eighteen forty-seven. Gotcha. Fantastic. All right. 
Outside of that, uh, DP, drop our social media one more time. Yeah, please. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. We are at Movie Council Pod. Uh, you can send us an email. It's moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. And if you're listening on uh, iTunes, especially, please rate, review the podcast, you know, and give us uh, five stars and just write, I like podcasts, you know. <laughs> Nothing. Like, and, and it's going to help us out. Yeah. I like and turtles. And subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I like turtles. <laughs> You subscribe, it helps us out tremendously. So please do so. Yeah, subscribe. Subscribe yeah. to us. Uh, great stuff tonight, guys. And again, like I always say, uh, anybody listening, we love you guys. We really do. Uh, anybody who's who takes their time to listen to this podcast, we uh, we know we love doing this. It's our favorite thing. So uh, the fact that you tune in every week, we love that. Keep doing it. Keep doing that. Hit us up. Give us a review. Send us an email fuck with us on on instagram even if you think we suck we're the worst just just tell us we we love it we uh we love all forms of criticism so um we have uh we have our ourselves set up for the next couple of weeks we're doing christmas movies next week which we love during holiday time and yeah then, watch uh, uh, we'll... fat man i'm gonna watch fat man this week yeah i've been seeing that too uh, a lot of buzz on that and uh then after that after we're done with uh is that the mel gibby movie Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. After we're done with that, we will have <laughs> a, another one we're coming back with where I'm not going to give you any details about the uh, episode after that, but we have something really, really fun set up that I think we're going to have a great time with. That we're gonna, yeah, we're going to talk about after we go off air tonight to really iron it out. But uh, for myself, my boy, AJ, the sexy Southern gentleman, Marky Bondurant, and my chief boy toy, Dan Sherry. We are going to call it quits tonight. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing uh, Badness Badness uh, podcast. And uh, we will talk to you guys all in another week. We love you. Good night. Hey. Good night. Love you, Mom. Relax, TW. I'm coming. Yes. He said that to me so many times, especially when I was like nine years old. The Movie Council is adjourned.